Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning. Good to be with you. Roger, what engagement can Wexford communities expect from wind farm projects hoping to build off the Wexford coastline? Yeah, well, I can really talk about the the work that we've done here in, in Scotland, and I expect it will be uh, similar. But uh, in Scotland, you know, our approach was very much to engage early and to, to understand the, the range of community stakeholders that we needed to talk to by sort of early mapping and then developing that the map of, of relevant stakeholders staying in touch over the long haul, because these developments do take a number of years to go through the consenting phase and then get them ready for building and through the construction in, into operation. So there's a really long-term relationship. And it was the sort of mindset of trying to engage early, understand what issues or concerns there may be, uh, and uh, to be able to respond to that and to kind of make sure that we had a long-term relationship. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, you're talking to us here in County Wexford. I've already spoken to Port Manager Glenn Carr about the huge enthusiasm for projects like this in Rosslare. Can communities influence the development of these projects? Will they be able to give local input? Yeah, well, very much. I mean, that is the nature of the consultation processes that we have here in Scotland is that, uh, you know, we not only we need to, because uh, that's what the, the requirements of the legislation are, but, you know, it really helps us by making sure that we've kind of got those good connections, that we're telling people this is what we're thinking about doing, that people can react to that and that we can help build that in so that ultimately, as part of that long-term relationship, mm-hmm. that we've kind of uh, been through what the potential issues are so that we don't have... Uh, kind of more difficult issues when one, once we're operational and trying to yeah. get the, the wind farm uh, working efficiently. So it's, it's good for us to understand what uh, the local concerns may be. And not often there's a tremendous amount of knowledge in the local communities about, well, you know, you, your experts might know not know that, you know, whatever, something about the environment or some, some yeah. bird species is, is nesting. And so we can draw on that sort of local knowledge. So, so, I mean, you've given an example of, of how the communities can give their input. Uh, how will this influence development then? Yeah, so I think it's it's a matter of sort of drawing that information out through sort of formal and sometimes informal, but let's stick with the formal consultation processes so we can hear what the issues are. And sometimes it's a matter of sort of balancing what uh, the sort of uh, uh, kind of counter pressures. But it, for instance, you know, we had a particular example in Scotland here where there was a kind of real concern about uh, aligning part of the project uh, in a, a certain part of the geography. And we were able to, to kind of hear that. And we had other options. So it wasn't our first choice, but we were able to react to that and say, yeah, OK, well, that's a kind of a, a body of concern about doing that part of the project. So let's move it. And so we kind of moved it not that far, to be honest, about a kilometre along the, the coast and uh, we found that that actually dealt with most of the issues yeah. and so yes that can definitely affect what the development becomes so I think some people yeah. get concerned that it's just a process where we go, have to go out and hear what people say and we never change anything but I mean that was an absolute concrete example where we did hear and we did respond and the development changed okay. as a result of the consultation. And can you tell me about some of the uh, of the community projects that have benefited from wind farm firm, uh, funding? Well, I think there's, there's different ways of, of seeing uh, benefits coming through to communities. So some of it, and, and maybe the majority that we see of, of benefit, is around the, the kind of the supply chain benefits and the, the fact that we've got operational bases 
in these in the communities. So right in now in Scotland, where we've got our first operational scheme, we've uh, selected a particular harbour where the operations are going to be based. We made arrangements for the harbour. We did a fantastic new harbour side development that really kind of kick-started a sort of regeneration of, of the harbour and the sort of the town that it sits within. And, you know, the, the community there and the local authority were really excited to see us come, sort of a, a new industry coming and, and all those sort of long-term high-quality jobs coming into that uh, town, small coastal town that was, you know, potentially getting a, a little bit, forgotten by time but uh, we're absolutely breathing new life into that and then we're doing it so with our next project that we're building at the moment you know, yeah. we've selected a different port and so the, the next shiny new quayside facility is getting built and there's a whole bunch okay. of new guys and gals that are going to be employed at that site you know really bringing great jobs to to small uh, coastal communities so that's part of it and then there's the actual supply chain of companies that we need to be able to run our business uh, our, our wind farm okay and like it sounds so exciting uh, roger uh, and it also sounds like that uh, the communities are are hugely involved so can you tell me how the funds are organized and how do communities influence the community projects which get the funding uh well okay so let's be clear about the funding element of it so some projects uh, give uh, a, a direct cash fund to communities. Now, that's not always, not always for the projects, um, but you know, usually there's some sort of discretionary fund available. Uh, and uh, so, you know, our, through our engagement with communities, we'll often hear about, uh, well, you know, this group is trying to do something, or that that group is trying to put on an event. And one of the kind of more standard ways that we would support communities is, is around sponsoring events. So if, if communities like around, uh, you know, summer festivals and things like that, that you know, it, that are close to where we're operating, uh, and people say, you know, we really need a bit of money to help make this event a great event. So we'll lean into that. We get to attend and present the sort of things we're doing, and then they get a bit of extra funding to, to make sure that they've got great events. I want to recognise um, it now as well, Roger, if you don't mind. When will wind farm yeah. community benefit funds begin to be available to people in Wexford? And can you give us an idea of how much and uh, can be expected and for how long? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, again, on the funding side, I can't really speak for what's going to happen in, in Wexford. But in, in Scotland, some of the projects, like I say, have been giving this fund. But the primary benefit has been the fact that they've got a whole uh, pulse of uh, new industry and uh, new employment different skills and high skills coming to their kind of coastal communities. And, and that's been the big prize that communities and, and local authorities have been really keen to attract and, and bring in. And, you know, I think it's been healthy and, and maybe inevitable, but there's sort of almost a competition between some of these coastal communities to, to bring us into to their, their harbour, their, their kind of town, where we can set up base, create those jobs and create the supply chain around us which is driving the real economic growth. So, you know, our job is to build and operate offshore wind farms. And so as part of that, we have all of this tremendous benefit that trickles down to the local community. And that's not necessarily the same as saying, you know, here's, here's a bunch of cash every year. So some projects give out an annual allowance of actual funds, and, but some don't. Some rely more on the, yeah. uh, the, these benefits through supply chain and, and jobs. Good to talk to you. Thank you for taking our call this morning. Exciting times in this development area, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. I mean, there's, there's so much opportunity in Scotland, in Ireland, and, and globally. It's just a, a really rapidly growing sector. 
you know, great job opportunities um, across all sorts of roles. Uh, and yeah, I mean, the, the key driver, of course, is climate change. And that's what this is all about. It's getting to net zero. And uh, that's, you know, there's a lot of momentum now. So we're really excited about that. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.